and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Big ol' fatty, uh, he sees Lulu attack this thing and slingshots himself out of the chair and just straight, like, flies to it, like, like the a, agility. Like a hippopotamus in a water river. Well, an explosive burst of energy. Uh, imagine an elf mixed with a hippopotamus. <laughs> a hippopotamus. Isn't yeah. that just an army wife? The Salty Boys Podcast. I like the movie adaptation of Ass Blaster 7 better than the book. <laughs> Key insights. Thank you for that. Yeah, well, while we're all being intellectual, I read. Picture books. Pop-ups. So, Gotta be pop-ups. I've only ever seen the graphic novel. My, my apologies. There were pop-ups during Ass Blaster 7. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Let's uh let's play some D and D. Sure. <laughs> let's uh let's start. Was oh, that our, what we're doing? Welcome let's... to the Salty Boys podcast. Let's start with our digital <laughs> Albanian. Yes, uh, this is Simmons uh, back in uh, what is it? Exile in Albania. Prison. Uh, he got Kato. captured again. Unfortunately, this was unforeseen. Yep. <laughs> Unless you listen to the last no, episode. No, it was not. Yeah. I know one of you bastards rat me <laughs> one, of us, one of us is a rat. We'll figure that out off camera. All I'm saying is there's one of us that's not here. Squeak, squeak. Amogus. And also recently got his hair cut. That is true. Who's that? I'm, I'm not I'm not at liberty to disc, disclose at this time. Dick discuss. Dick disclose. Emergency meeting. <laughs> Amogus. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, the floor is yours. Tell us who you're playing. We are doing Avernus today, right? We are. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. I, I am playing Kratos. <clears throat> Word. <laughs> did you, yeah. Did, did yeah. you? I mean, I mean, we're a few episodes into this already. That's I true. Figured, yeah. I figured. If you don't know Kratos yeah. uh, yet, you will soon. To That's his true. left is... Um, off camera for our video feed. Oh yeah, well, I mean not that it was recording anyway. Uh, this is AR, and uh, I'm on my third pair of socks for today. <laughs> and who are you playing? <laughs> uh, your third pair of socks, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also known as <laughs> the second and first pair of socks were combined to make a sock puppet for uh, Clovis McTavish. That's pretty stiff. That is actually how you make a new McTavish: is you put together <laughs> used three, laundry, three <laughs> laundry pairs of old socks. Mikos, we're running. Uh, shit, what's his name? Lionel. <laughs> He's an old guy. <laughs> He's basically a boomer. I'm, I'm Mike. I play Lulu the elephant, and she is basically a zoomer. That's true. Uh, I'm the DM today. And to my left, we have. Uh, I am Kronk, and uh, I am playing Sir Stephanie Rolfenheim. Very nice. Uh, so, where we left off is that y'all had entered the Low Lantern, which is a boat-turned-tavern run by an Amric Van Thamper. Uh, you met him. You were able to glean a little bit of information from him uh, before the negotiations turned south. Um, as a result, you are on the middle uh, deck called the Lounge Deck. And... Before we continue, I think I have to address the elephant in the room, Lulu. Yes. What would you like to do? <clears throat> well, Lulu has uh, just witnessed this guy use this small child as a human shield, and she does not like that at all. So she is going to fly out of Lionel's backpack 
and yell the equivalent of, oh, no, 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 and just charge this guy full blast right towards his, his face. Very nice. Uh, roll to hit. Everyone else, roll initiative. Nineteen. Very nice. With my initiative bonus, I have doubled my roll, which is now a six. (laughs) (laughs) Eight for Clovis. Uh, Twelve. These old bones don't move like they used to. Yeah, we're playing a character with positive initiative for once. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Lulu, go and roll initiative for me as well. <laughs> Is it a one? Uh, after that, you know, burst of activity, she needs to break. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she got a one. Hey, she, you know, she gets the drop. She gets the drop and uh, then immediately realizes she's been drinking a lot of that wine. <laughs> Kratos, what you got? Uh, ten. Ten. What's your dex bonus? Uh, my dex bonus is plus one. Okay. So it's nine plus one. <laughs> All right. Sir Stephanie? Twelve. Very nice. <coughs> it's the highest so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost completely average is the best. Yeah. And? Eight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are Everybody's quick on the trigger. A bit of an no, I mean, this is pretty good. Like, it's taken everybody... A little bit by surprise. Like Lulu is, Lulu, you do hit. Yes. Mm. Uh, roll your damage. <laughs> Four. All right. You do. Uh, you charge this uh, human. When you do, you see the form <clears throat> of the human itself shimmer as an illusion is dissipated, and in front of you is a spined devil. The Spine Devil looks uh, shorter than the original human that you were attacking. Uh, they are spiky-looking humanoids uh, with long tails. Um, you want to pull it up? Sure. Spined Devil. I, I've got one pulled up. You have to call so me you don't have to share. Oh, okay. You can just screen share it then. Uh, you rolled the oh, damage. You rolled got a four. It. Yes. Okay. Um, I love the use of visual elements on our podcast. Yeah. The host has disabled uh, oh, sh- yeah. screen sharing. We could describe I mean, it or we can pull up our own photos. The, <laughs> the white people and spicy food <laughs> Google search is pretty good for me. That's all I need. That's, 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 your, spine, devil. that's your spine devil. Can can I, I, can I handle um, it? Sweaty, I can handle spicy food. I'm from the nine hills. <laughs> yeah, it, it works now. Can, uh, can I flirt okay. with her? <laughs> I mean, you could do. I'm assuming they're already seeing it, though. No, I didn't Google it. We're still looking at the white lady with the bread, the spined Karen. Oh, okay. Um, So, which the yeah? There you go. Um, Yeah. Oh, that guy. Wings, spines, and a mess of teeth. He doesn't have a trident or dental coverage, from what it looks like. (laughs) Or dental, yeah, dental in Avernus, or dental in a. You know, wherever we are. So I, I like I like the smooth variant right here. Smooth, smooth <laughs> boy. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. So the uh, the sudden commotion draws a hush over the the crowd in the lounge uh, area, 
uh, as all eyes are sort of on you. Sir Stephanie, you are first to act. And first to attack. I'm going to attack. With tact? Yes. All right. <laughs> Please release the child. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> 20. First roll of the night. Oh, second roll of the night. Jesus, God. Um, I was not ready. <laughs> 26. Does that hit? Yeah, 26 is going to hit. And then 1d8 plus 6. Which I think I get more than that, man. I should have been ready. Uh, what are you attacking with? A sword? Yes. Cool. It was Not a only crit. a sword, but it, a long sword. It was a crit, though, right? Don't you get like? Did yeah, you du- double that? Double those dice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Give me a second here. You're looking for uh, sword damage? Uh, no, paladin. Ooh. I think they have an ability. That, yeah, you can. Uh, you can uh, yeah, extra D8 damage. Yeah, use your. Oh yeah, and you get to do that after slot. you hit. It's ridiculous. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> you can wait. I don't know what system was. Maybe it was three point five. You had to declare before you attacked. You spend the spell slot, mm. then you attack, and then it's like, oh, sorry, you miss. You Maybe that makes sense. Slot. Yeah, it's, I, like, I, I it's way know. less I, cool. I, I, it's, it's way less cool. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I was going to say, this, this sounds three, like something right? Mikas uh, yes. is very familiar with, with his, uh, his previous monk. <laughs> oh, no, monks just got to never stop attacking. Yeah. When it was my yep. turn, it was just always Especially my turn. Especially when you give him an extra attack. <laughs> How many dice did you roll out that one, uh, that, in that one boss battle? Wasn't it like 20 well, cause, like, <laughs> by the time we were all said Because like, okay. he, um, he gets an extra attack at like whatever level, and then you can spend points to get two extra attacks, and you can just do that for as many points as you have. And then Sky handed me like a relic that gave me just an extra attack anyway. So it was like 20d4 I was doing all the time. It was crazy. And then multi-class in the fighter to get the extra attack. Or I could just stay a monk because I'm a 20. grown-ass man. Very nice. Sir Stephanie, you smite the shit out of this demon. Oh, Tell, me crap. <laughs> Tell me how you do it. Um, okay, so uh, big old fatty is, uh, he sees Lulu attack this thing yeah. and just like slingshots himself out of the chair, <laughs> pulls his sword and just straight like flies to it uh, like... Um, like a, like a hippopotamus in a water river. <laughs> wow. An explosive burst of energy. Uh, imagine an elf mixed with a hippopotamus. <laughs> a hippopotamus elf. <laughs> oh, I see. Gloria. You mean a hippo, hippo, hippopotamus, I think, would be a better way. No, no, no. Hippopotamilf is how, what we're going Hippopotamilf. with. Hippopotamilf. Isn't that just an army wife? Oh. <laughs> So, another human uh, next to Amric uh, stands in response and goes, Boss, he killed Gashara. What are your orders? And Amric says, Kill them now! And uh, the thug rushes, uh, red hair in a ponytail bobbing behind him, and makes a... uh, Makes a stab for you, Stephanie. Does a, I believe a 20 hits. Yes. Okay. Mm. 
<clears throat> four damage. So uh, does he get extra AC for his la- layers of fat? Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, he does four slashing damage as he strikes at you with a short sword. I imagine Nessie he has better resistance to crushing damage, but like weakness to slash. <laughs> his insides just spill out. <laughs> no. There's a whole lot of insides. Yeah. So he is uh, he is next to you and Lulu. Uh, Lulu, you had kind of perfectly headbutted this uh, devil right into position for Sir uh, Sir Rolfenheim's coup de gras. Um, Amric turns uh, and runs towards the door, grabs it, and uh, begins to dash out. Kratos, you are up next. Um, I'm immediately going to chase uh, chase after Amric. Okay. Uh, you can close enough distance to where you are right behind him. Do you want to attack, cast a spell? There's there's a couple of different things you could do. What would you like to do? Um, my my intention is to uh, knock him to the ground just to to halt him and then try to yeah. pin him if possible. Make an athletics check. Okay, I'll stand by. Your odds are good. All right. That is a fifteen. So you tackle him and uh, pin his fairly skinny arms uh, to the ground. Uh, no need to laugh. <laughs> um, so he says, unhand me. <laughs> Please. <I'm> just, <laughs> I have a mortgage. <laughs> no, I just I just have this visual of, of Kratos basically just like mounting this dude. Like, like yeah, Kratos like, fucking just basically huge. straddling him. And he's just like staring at him. <laughs> Not saying a thing, and then he looks back at the party. <laughs> looks back at the pizza delivery party. <laughs> this is spot on to my wedding night, and it's starting to get scary. Whoa. Clovis, you're up next. Okay, so there's one other demon in this room. There is a, uh, a human that a has human. slashed at Sir Rolfenheim. And then the child that was being held captive is now freed. Because is now free, His yeah. captor is dead. Yes, mega dead. And was also apparently a demon. Or devil, excuse me. Important distinction. Uh, well, Kratos looks like he's got uh, the leader down, so I'm just going to swing some axe. All right. You twist the top, press on the top, sprays. Should he get next <laughs> double pits to chesty? <laughs> get, 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 if it's out, not the chocolate-flavored axe, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 16 to hit. <laughs> 16 does hit. Mm. Roll your damage. What does Clovis say as he rolls a 16? I can't find a d12. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Diegetically. Where the hell is a d12? It's the one that's got 12 on it. It's that band. <laughs> I'll roll a d12 for you. So yeah, just go ahead. <laughs> it's a three. Uh, four total one. Okay. So you just roll oh, a d- I got the. It, got, it has the moon stuff. It's like the moon blade. Oh, moon touched? Yeah. Hell yeah. Does that do anything extra? I forget. So it sheds light in a five foot radius. And it also counts as magical to overcome resistances. Okay. So you slice at the human. Okay, yeah. Maybe expecting sort of the shimmery illusion. This guy's just a human, it appears. You slice and uh, his arm catches most of the blow, sort of slicing across his his mid bicep. Uh, he goes, ah, you'll pay for that. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Lionel, that this is the most confrontational I've seen this McTavish. <laughs> <laughs> this is the smart one too. 
Uh, all right. So <laughs> he's thought it through. <laughs> so Kratos got got uh, got our uh, got our entrepreneur locked down. Uh, so Lionel's got the utmost confidence that he can hold uh, his skinny arms. Mm. Um, where's the demon in the room? Uh, the devil was killed by. Sorrel oh, sorry. Prime. It's a, it's, an, it's another human. That's it's, right. Yeah, it's another human that is. Uh, sort of body blocking most of you, uh, but was not able to body block Kratos from getting around and, and grabbing All right. Amrick. Uh, what about the table that uh, that Amrick was sitting at? Yeah, so he had pulled together uh, a couch and some tables uh, to sort of form like an office area. I didn't describe this super well last session, but uh, you were on a like completely open concept like lounge mm-hmm. room. So there have been a number of people that have stood up to come like watch the fight and see what happens. Um, let's see. On the table, there's a good amount of uh, a good amount of papers that you could go through. Um, it'll it would take like a pretty significant task to like speed read everything. Yeah. Um, is that something you want to try to do? He'd, yeah. So he's first going to pop the the statue and let his echo uh, go to work. So he looks yeah. over and goes, go have some fun there, Brutus. Uh, daddy has work to attend to. <laughs> so the echo is like, oh, cool, blimey, Gov. Thought you'd never ask. So he's going to go, uh, he's going to attack the human here in just a second as a bonus. Yeah. Uh, but Lionel's first, yeah, he's going to head up uh, to the desk and he's looking for... Uh, the two big things he's thinking about, because he has a suspicion that this guy's involved in some sort of, like, trafficking situation. So he's looking for any sort of, like, ledger. Uh, he's also looking for any sort of contact with any kind of employer. Amazing. Yes. So uh, make an investigation check. I'm going to say with advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's the advantage. I need it. <laughs> I think my investigation's bad. It is bad. All right. That's a 13. It's not horrid. That's a 10. 13 okay. is my best. With a 13... Uh, you first find exactly what you're looking for, a ledger. Let's go. Uh, the first thing says, for the poison pos- poisoned Poseidon, and it's a list of names. And uh, just by going through all of this, you, uh, your instinct to grab, are, are you going to like grab these things? or? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. You grab it. Um, you also see some, some letters from a uh, TV, um, which could be, an employer, and then you see a single letter from MV. Letters from TV, one letter from AV. Yeah, the rest look like... That was MV. The rest look like transactions, and um, judging by what you remember, uh, those, uh, Imric was a, uh, like a loan shark. So okay. uh, those are most likely just loans that he gave out, but uh, these stuck out to you. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So Lionel's pretty, uh, Lionel's pretty psyched. Uh, the echo is going to see that uh, Clovis is kind of just going, just wailing on this guy. Uh, so he wants to take uh, his copy of the custom caster and try and like uh, wrangle this guy up. So Clovis can go in for another swing. Perfect. Uh, go ahead. Uh, athletics. Sure. We like athletics checks. Ooh, tall order. Uh, is it taller than a 17? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Nat 19, um, he's got a bonus, so he manages to sort of slap the line away uh, as he uh, kind of produces the blade ready to go. Lulu. <laughs> okay, so there's a, there's Amrick, and he's pinned at the back of the room right now, mm-hmm. and then there's the one guy that they're fighting. Yeah, the, uh, the spine devil that you had headbutted was sort of like stabbed straight through by Sir Rolfenheim. Uh, it burst into flame, immediately crumbling into dust. 
Um, and then a, a human stood slashing at your, uh, your compatriot um, and stands there ready to like strike you. So first Lulu's going to look at the devil that just burned up and she's going to be like, oh, that seems really familiar. <laughs> and then she's going to look at the guy and be like, you. And then she's going to flying headbutt this guy. Heck yeah, roll to hit. 12? I'm pretty sure that's a... It is a hit. Oh, it is. Mm. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Hit. Lulu used tackle. Six. It's super effective. It is. Mm. She deals six... Well, technically it's with her tusks, but I'm saying it's a headbutt. This guy's tougher, tougher than I thought. It was a... Uh, how much? Six. Six. But she's just like tusking at him. Just Yeah. He, uh, he takes the tusking and sort of like swats at you to get away. Um... He's still pretty healthy. Uh, he goes, you're all dead. You don't know who you've been messing with. <laughs> with that voice break. <laughs> Norris voice crack day, Gov. Still alive. Nobody will be alive to remember it. <laughs> so, Rolfenheim, you're up next. All right, we're going to attack again. <laughs> A one? Uh, do you have inspiration, by chance? I think so. Wait, write in your book that you want that one to become a 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I write that in the book. <laughs> it becomes reality. <laughs> wow. Um, it's actually not as bad as it seems. That's a seven. A seven does not hit, unfortunately. Okay. So uh, you, uh, what, you're using a longsword? Yeah. Cool. Uh, you swipe. He sort of moves out of the way. And uh, he got tired. He responds <laughs> yeah. with a repost of a 16. Um, I have a 16 AC, so <sighs> does it have to beat it? Attacker's break, yeah. Okay. Uh, he does four slashing damage once more. Um, I could do this all day. And now he's, you know, Billy Butcher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Kratos, on your turn, Amrick uh, looks at you. He stops struggling for a moment. He says, you really don't know who you've messed with. And uh, his hands sort of pinned by you, uh, his fingers come together and he disappears. Oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um. And it's your turn. What do you want to do? <clears throat> you had okay, one song in job, dear Kratos. <clears throat> god of war, um, more like okay. a god of war, am I right? <laughs> so, so I, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, uh, Credo isn't going to panic. Uh, he, is there any way I could uh, discern uh, right off the bat how he got away? Yeah. Uh, make an... Give me, give me some, like, insight onto how Credo is, like, like what he's thinking right now. Is it... Okay, so, so uh, either this was some form of spell casting, mm-hmm. um, which is associated with... Um, my background yeah. as well, or it could be some form of artifact that he had yeah. that allowed him to escape. Maybe like an enchanted artifact or a similar thing to the, the tattoo he's got. Yeah. Um, make, so make an arcana so check. I, I, yep. That's kind of what I was <laughs> getting. <laughs> um, that is, that is a 21. Okay. So, uh, you know that there are definitely spells that can replicate, uh, this effect. Um, okay. And you, you have with a 21, you have one of two options. Either he has visually disappeared or he has, uh, he has actually disappeared. Um, well, so the latter, if he has visually disappeared. The latter is significantly 
uh, more expensive in terms of like spellcasting resources. He must be like extremely mm-hmm. well connected to actually teleport away in like the snap of, you know, that quickly. So I'm assuming that when he vanished, I just basically go flat to the ground at that point. Uh, you didn't move. Or am I still restraining him? Do I still feel it? Because I'm literally just like holding his arms down. Give like me this. a sleight of hand. A sleight of hand. I'm having you roll a lot. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm good at that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a 11. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you don't feel any different. I am not moving. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to look back to where his body should how, be. Okay. And I was like, how far away from us are they? Um, um 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I assume that we're like just down the hall from the the room we're in. Yeah, he turned he turned the the corner around a wall and uh, was preparing to go down a set of stairs. Um, so you you have him pinned sort of at the landing. Uh, next up is Cl- so is Clovis. Yeah. Okay. Are you in for it now, lad? I found me D twelve. <laughs> 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 I, I I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. Sometimes I speak out of my arse. It's a family curse, you see. <laughs> they call it breaking the fourth wall. That's a six. <laughs> it does not hit. Uh, I'm talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> Less talking, more stabbing. Lionel. The smart McTavish we have here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. So Lionel is pretty... Uh, <clears throat> He's he's pretty he's pretty uh, pleased with his haul there. Mm. Uh, so he is going to join Clovis and uh, Brutus mm. in the fray against this human. And at this point, uh, we're just going to try and uh, throw subtlety to the wind, and we're just going to waylay on this guy. Given that you have taken a moment and you did you used your brain, and <laughs> that sounds really uh, anyway. Um, give me this won't cost you your action. Give okay. me an insight. Cool. Uh, nah. All right, that's a t- <laughs> it's an eleven. Okay, uh, you do recall that the Van Thampers were extremely well connected in Baldur's Gate. <clears throat> so as you begin to wade into the fray, you see the faces of the uh, the lounge goers um, sort of circling around, kind of watching in awe as you uh, as you wade into the the combat uh, into the melee. So. Uh, go ahead and uh, do your action. All right. Uh, so we're just gonna. Uh, I think both me and the the echo are gonna whack this guy. Sounds good. So uh, this is Lionel's. Uh, Lionel's was a fifteen hit. All right, and then the echo. Uh, <laughs> is that? Oh shoot! Is that a one or a twenty? This is either amazing. The the squid. The crit. The squid's a crit. Woo! Oh my god, the echo crits. Woo! <laughs> nice. Uh, Everything's wobbly jubbly, governor. <laughs> Go and roll all damage together. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so that's 2d3, or 2d4 for echo boy. Uh, that's 7, 13. Shit. Rip. Shit. <laughs> Shit. 19 total. 19. Damn. So he takes an absolute lashing from your echo and you just whipping this fishing hook like all over his uh, exposed skin. He looks so much worse for wear, but he is still standing. We got him hook, line, and sinker, there, gov, we did. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Lou. Oh, you had to fish for that one, did you? <laughs> I got bait. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Fucking William Wallace looking there. Scotsman looking ours. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> the cockney just left. It's a. It's just, I'm done. Lulu. Right. Uh, <laughs> save us. I was trying to think of something to reply, but I don't have to. Well, uh, yeah, Lulu just like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> he's sort of uh, the, um, the human, the bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, sort of has both uh, his arms sort of pinned by fishing hooks uh, in his arms, sort of pulled apart, and you see like a nice uh, like entry point to like knock this bad guy out. So she looks it over and you know, it's on his back between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> so she looks at him and she says, it's time to face the elephant in the room. And she just wham goes yeah, in for it. Go for it. Mm. Hey, that hits. Yeah. Yeah. That'll hit for three. That is perfect. Uh, you do just enough <laughs> to knock this guy out. Yeah. How do you do it? Uh, she she sees that Lionel just like absolutely flailed this guy, and she's like, "I can help too." And she just her and she goes and she kind of misses just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she comes, zooms past him, and goes, "Ah, oh, crap!" Turns around real fast, and she smacks him in the back of the head with her trunk. <laughs> just wham! Yeah, he uh, he falls over, uh, falling onto his head first, where his cheek hits the deck, and you hear a crack as his neck uh, folds in with the weight of his body. Uh, he is out. Nice. Uh, and with that, uh, an e- sort of eerie silence falls over the lounge as uh, people begin leaving the lounge deck, heading upstairs to leave. Uh, where's the iceberg? I mean, Furbog. Whatever the fuck. Crado, <laughs> uh, yeah, now that we are out of combat, you are still holding something. Be a sex doll. Be a sex doll. Uh, yeah, so... Shit on him. So, <laughs> at this point, uh, Kratos is a little bit concerned to move just due to the lack of perception Fair. of what's going on. So, he's just going to or turn back to... Uh, turn his head back over to where the action was and just like, Hey, everyone. This way. I think I have him. <laughs> Clovis is going to saunter his way over there. All right. Uh, you are all standing around Kratos, who is sort of on all fours, sort of like grappling air. And after about a minute, a man appears that Kratos is grappling. He goes, smarter than you look. He's smarter than he smells, too. And it is indeed Amrick who you, uh, who you grappled. He goes, I don't even know who you are. So, spill it. Why are you here? Awful gutsy of this one to me making demands. Do you know my last name? Dar, do you know my last name? (laughs) (laughs) That's valid. I'm a McTavish. No, why should I? Clovis is going to whip his dick out and piss on his head. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That'd be why. Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> this is a, Mata- a McTavish curse. 
That is 11. All right. Doesn't matter. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we know what your last name is, Van Damme. Did the whole... All, all of Baldur's Gate knows. Uh, I think what's more important to us now is that you're cooperating because uh, if what I've found is to be of any uh, any evidence here, I suppose... Uh, fuck, I've just butchered this whole thing up. Basically, he's trying... I'm, I'm with it. I'm what good. he's trying to convey is that uh, he, the jig is up for him and mm-hmm. if his employers find out he's been busted like this, like he's set to hurt a lot more than we are. Mm-hmm. So is he a demon as well? Uh, give me. I mean, he's a paladin, doesn't he? Have a, like paladin ship for that. Just use divine sense. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you do detect that he's. <laughs> this is always weird about divine sense. He is evil. I'm just gonna tell you, he is not a demon or a devil. Okay. Uh, he appears to be just a really bad guy. Just, a, just a man. You can see if he tastes like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He does respond to you, Lionel, and say, go on. Who would you tell? Uh, So he's just, at this point, he's just kind of pulling the letters out, and he's Mm -hmm. like, I suppose I'd start with whoever this uh, TV, MV individuals are. MTV, are. Yeah. Uh, So uh, if you want to take a second, you can read them. I would love to read them. So you want to read the letters or the list first? Uh, Let's look at the letters. Uh, The first letter from TV, says, Amrick, I completely concur with your last. I recommend using the imp who brings this letter to you to send word to Vaz to proceed. He'll be able to slip into the frolicking nymph, uh, F and N, uh, capitalized, quietly and invisibly, deliver the missive undetected, and then return to me at the manor with uh, with none the wiser. What manner of things is this? What? Oh, I guess, are you reading this out loud? I'm reading all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one uh, from TV as well. Amric, on your device, I have removed the Alturian puzzle box from the family vault where mother had secured it. I have no idea how angry she might be if, if she found out, but I'm utterly fascinated by it. I'm certain that the secrets of Zeriel are locked within it that will perhaps unlock power, the sort of power you and I have often dreamed of. Unfortunately, I've had no luck in determining how to open the thrice-damned thing, but I will keep you informed of any progress I make. The last one, from Envy. Emric, thank you for the most recent targets. I will pass them along to Flennis immediately so that he can send out his teams and begin surveillance. He did request that, if possible, you include more information on those currently associating with them, as those relationships often make tracking them down easier <coughs> given the gen- general chaos of their circumstances. Uh, second paragraph, there will be no need for you to send any of your agents to the bathhouse. Not only do I have good things well in hand, not only do I have things well in hand here, but you know as well as I do that mother had good reasons for keeping your operations separate from those of our allies. The last is the list. It says, for the poisoned Poseidon. Uh, Ramal, Aquila, Anita, Surveos, Silverleaf, Bram, Oshrat, Nuska, Edmau, Veer, and Stein. Uh, next to each of the names are a sigil with a sword that give me a history check. Uh, that's real bad. It's like maybe a two. <laughs> Dang. Given your background, it kind of wouldn't make sense for you not to notice this. It's a, it's a sword with a circle 
that you have sometimes seen associated with the Order of the Companion, otherwise known as the Hellrider Knights. All right. <clears throat> so, sorry. That was a lot. Um, after reading all of this, uh, Amrick still laying on the ground, um, pinned, restrained by Kratos. Do you have anything to say? Uh, he's just kind of waiting. He's sussing him out at this point. Emmerich <laughs> uh, does not say anything. Should we tell Flames Dodge? I was about to say, like, <laughs> well, if you're not going to co- if you're not going to cooperate with us, uh, listen, I'm here to solve a murder. I could care less about your other um, illicit dealings or quests for children's toys here. So, if you're not going to cooperate with us, I'll let the flaming fists do what they do best and uh, be on my way. Okay. Goodbye then. Hmm. Watch your back. <laughs> He's a little too comfortable. Yeah. All right. Uh, you'll, you'll never be safe in Baldur's Gate again. All right. So he's obviously connected somehow with them. Uh, Bless you. <laughs> I have a feeling if we leave this, this one here alone, he might be making our lives a little more challenging than they should be. Alive or dead, I'll never stop being a threat to you now. But what what if we put you in the state in between alive and dead? <laughs> and, and at this point, Kratos is just going to look back down at him with a, like, uh, ma- a slight grin on his face. Clovis, make an intimidation check. Oh my god. <laughs> if this works. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the floor. Yeah. Ooh, I have a mini D20. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. I hope this works. Ah, a crit! Oh my god. <laughs> hey! So he stops for a minute and thinks, and a flash of horror draws over his face of what that fate might possibly be. He's not sure if you're telling the truth or not, but it doesn't matter because the fear is real and you see it and you exploit it. Um, he says, no. No, you're not working for Thirstwell. You can't be. He's my own brother. He wouldn't do this to me. Arr, what's the only thing thicker than blood is mayonnaise. (laughs) 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 Or something like that. (laughs) My master's once told me. Yeah, and Kratos, you feel him begin to, like, struggle under your grip uh, without really any... He doesn't make any progress. Um, And uh, all of a sudden, you feel him convulse. Uh, you feel his arms like not not just like normal uh, resistance, but like someone seizing um, in a in a medical oh. sense. Um, and his uh, formerly uh, brown, broody, proud eyes give way to these milky white, um, horrible um, windows to something else entirely. And he goes, "Hello." To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? Uh, uh, to whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? <laughs> I asked you first. <laughs> I am known as Victor. Uh, what's your vector, Victor? He says, you have disturbed my plans, and I don't like that. 
Unfortunately, I'll have to make you pay for that. This won't be the first or the last time we meet. Good luck with cleaning up the mess after Amric's untimely demise. I think that's all for now. Goodbye. And uh, with a smile, Amric's eyes close. Uh, he begins foaming at the mouth, and uh, Kratos, you feel him seize once more, and then he falls limp, and uh, you feel the warmth begin to leave his, uh, his arms uh, under your hands. Uh, well, at least I'm not responsible for this body, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 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 so Kratos gets back up, uh, kind of just like one hand lifts, um, lifts uh, Emmerich, and he's just like, all right, well, shit, our lead's gone. Our, um, this looks like it, it weren't the first time a man died while you were on top of them. <laughs> uh, so as you look around Emmerich's sort of makeshift office, you do see a good amount of things that maybe were traded in for value. Uh, Emmerich was a loan shark, um, and now that he's gone, his... Uh, Goods are just kind of sitting there. Uh, if y'all would like to avail yourselves. Yeah, any magical items? Oh, maybe. Uh, would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it turns out there's another book here. Oh, another notebook. Let's start uh, a collection of crappy notebooks. Can you roll a D12, please? It's a DVD copy of the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most crappy. DVD That's an 11. Cool runnings. <laughs> okay, I like this one a lot. Uh, you find some... Iron boots. They are iron from tip to toe. From, I mean, they're they're almost entire greaves. They look extremely heavy. Um, as you reach to pick them up, you realize that they are not heavy at all. Until you put them on, and then you can walk in the water temple. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you hear Sir Stephanie clunk 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 clunk. If you put them on, they uh, they do not uh, they do not feel heavy. Um, Although they appear to be made of heavy smith iron, they're actually weightless. Ooh. Um, and you know that once a day, as a reaction, you can ignore uh, the effects of being knocked prone or shoved. Lulu, oh, uh, you find something. Good. Your eyes drift. I mean, I feel like it's already going to be hard for him to be knocked prone anyway. But. I, you know. They're called Boots of the Cowboy That Wrestles With Large Creatures. Full name. Is that what they're really called? Yeah. A two. A two, you find... <laughs> you find some hair. It appears at first just like a little line. And then you realize it's like a detached mustache. <laughs> She's going to try to taste it. Uh, yeah. Put it on. <laughs> it, it tastes like normal hair. Can I do a check she, for scam likely? <laughs> 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 well, actually, uh, it is a... Uh, <laughs> Um, it is a fake mustache. She is going to look around, make sure no one's watching, and then mm. she's just going to... Put it on Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a stealth check. Slide of trunk. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I was going to willingly fail okay. the check either way. Yeah. So Lionel, you find that your upper lip is a little warmer than normal. Uh, Lulu, can I have a wisdom saving throw? Oh, no. <laughs> 23. Uh, you feel this compulsion to compliment Lionel on his mustache. You barely, you just barely keep it behind your teeth, and it doesn't escape. But like, that's a nice mustache. It's a really nice mustache. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you oh. weren't her brother. Lionel, you, <laughs> like, you, you do feel maybe your hand you know, inadvertently drifts up and you, and you feel very nice mustache. What kind of nice mustache, mustache is it though? Is it a Fu Manchu or is it a... It's a very nice mustache. Like the 70 porn mustache? <laughs> or is it like a cop mustache? It's just sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. The mustache. Lionel's a Civil War general now. <laughs> it's literally just sideburns Mutton and maybe chops. a bit of subtle, like a little bit of stubble. Yeah. Um, does anybody else look at uh, and, uh, Lionel's fine mustache? I guess. Uh Kratos does. Wait, yes. He's a goblin, right? <laughs> yeah. Did, can they even grow facial hair? Doesn't matter. He's got it sure. now. <laughs> can I have wisdom saving throws from Kratos and Sir Stephanie? Ooh, that's, um, Sir Stephanie, you uh, you are compelled eight. to compliment Lionel's mustache. Mm, I, I also got an eight. <laughs> oh yeah. You both simultaneously. <laughs> you both simultaneously say. Oh, that's a that's a mighty fun, and he starts striking his own <laughs> wispy Lidl, mustache. That, that, pulling at it, very, tugging it. Yeah, very fine mustache. Lidl, as soon uh, as they say, so, yeah. So, 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 Kratos doing like one of these, like uh, these, like uh, like beard <laughs> strokes. He's just like, Lidl, you look um, you look positively spiffy today. <laughs> as soon as they say that, the mustache just peels right off your face and falls to the ground. So, do you oh. pick it up and put it back on? <laughs> I know he's Lulu you know. does. She just picks it back up and, <laughs> and it sticks right. It, it, stick, it sticks right back on. <laughs> you have a fine mustache. That's wonderful. <laughs> all right, uh, Lionel. During all this commotion, your eyes drift over, maybe distracted by whatever nonsense this is, uh, and you find roll a d10. Oh, d10. Yes, please. Um, I have one somewhere. Here you go. Thanks, man. Lionel got a 10. Or a 1. Is that a 1? Is it 10 or 0? It's 1, 0. That's 10. That's uh, 10. That is 10. <laughs> you find a runestone on a necklace. Um, as you pick it up, uh, you sort of discern that it is a runestone of enchantment. And once per day... You may hold a an enchanted or magical weapon, and uh, after an hour, turn it into a mundane item, and the enchantment is stored on the runestone. Um, or once per day, you may use an enchanted runestone and grant a non-magical item an enchantment stored in the runestone. It's basically a way to transfer magical effects from one weapon to another. Does it have any enchantments already in it? It does. What does it have in it? There's no way of telling. Shit! <laughs> Put it on Lulu. <laughs> There's no telling where we're going. <laughs> um, of course, Clovis, you might find something as well. D10. Would you, would you roll a D10? Is it eight? You find a ring. Uh, it is a silver ring with wreaths of platinum lightning streaking around the band. Uh, you know that it is called the clear ring, but you are not 100% certain of what it does without using it or uh, investigating a little bit do more. Do I have to attune to it? Do I feel like I need to attune to it? Uh, you do not. Uh, you know that it can cast some kind of spell, and it has three charges. Um, can I go outside and cast a spell? Uh, sure. Kratos, before you do that. Kratos, you find something as well. Can you roll a d6 for me? 
A d6, okay. That is a two. You find a spear. Uh, sort oh, of leaned nice. against the back wall. Uh, it is of a, a very green wood, and the head of the, the spear um, appears to be some kind of like wintry green frosted leaf. Um, when you touch it, it is cold to the touch, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that it is called the mint spear. It holds three charges, Th- and three times a day, you can deal an additional two cold damage whenever you strike. Uh, Should, shouldn't it hold five charges? <laughs> How it feels to five. <laughs> you talked me into it. It's five charges. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five, five charges, charges it is. It'll deal an additional two cold damage when you activate it, <laughs> when you hit with a, a melee attack. It's called the mint spear. So, uh, now, is it five charges total or per day? Per day. Per diem. Five charges per pair of socks. <laughs> Temporal pair of socks. But, but I have to attack with it. That's correct? Uh, to, to do the cold or damage? Just, just it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you got to hit with this. Okay, spear. got it. All right. Uh, it's magical, uh, and it does plus two cold damage. Um, hey, Simmons, you're welcome for those extra charges. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but I, it, in response, Double uh, bubble. gum gum <laughs> sensor stimulate. <laughs> If you don't do big red, then fuck you, <laughs> Clovis. As you are uh, as you are making your way up the stairs, you slip the ring on. Uh, you realize that the intent, sort of, as an artificer, ar- artificer, you would know this. Uh, this, this uh, to activate this, you would need to touch a living being to to activate this. Uh, okay, I was like, I was thinking like maybe I like put it on and I cast like the Skyrim clear weather spell. Yeah, I was gonna go outside and do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's called the clear ring. Uh, who do you want to touch? Uh, is there anyone around me that's not part of the party? Uh, there is somebody who is like the last person leaving the lounge who's sort of kind of <clears> drunk <throat> and stumbling. Ah, <clears throat> what have you been drinking today, lad? Uh-huh. Who are you? Ah, uh, name's Clovis. I'm going to stick my hand out with the ring on it to shake his hand. Yeah, uh, he reaches to like grab your hand um, and you cast it. And what you cast is fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Cure wounds. At third level. So roll 3d8 uh, plus three. That's really good. <clears throat> Do I even have it? There's no d8 in this pack. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there is. Yeah, there is. Hang on. Someone with eight. <laughs> yeah. 3d. Yeah. No, it's d10. It's two pyramids ass to ass. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> three, two, five. Plus eight. Five plus eight is twelve. So uh the first thing that happens, roll an additional D eight. Seven. <laughs> so you reach out and you feel this sort of potential energy build up, and as soon as you grab his hand, he seizes up and like gets zapped, electrocuted, and then all of a sudden this healing energy flows from the clear ring. Uh, into his body and heals him of all uh, <laughs> clear <previous> damage. <laughs> and, uh, I knew there was a pun there. He's, he's woken up and it's like, what was that? Whoa. All right. Later, I guess. And he turns and uh, walks away. <laughs> you just killed his buzz. <laughs> uh, you know that there are two more charges left. Uh, so yeah. Is that, pull- is that like forever? Do you- 
Uh, no, it refreshes uh, every day. Okay. Oh, um, no. So, yeah, it, it casts uh, Cure Wounds. You as an artificer would also know this, is that in addition to casting Cure Wounds, the target is also subjected to Shocking Grasp, automatically failing the saving throw. Uh, if you want to do it against someone who's um, trying to resist, you'll make a melee spell attack roll using your wisdom or dexterity. Um, so that's what it does. He has a prank ring. Yeah. So statistically you should never roll. If you roll ones for every cure wounds, you could technically roll a four to heal and then do a D eight of damage. So you'll do a D eight of lightning damage or uh, yeah, lightning damage, electric damage, whatever. And then a three D eight plus three of healing. But if somebody's like at one HP, I could kill them first and then like heal but, them. Back. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should be fine. Clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, um, I love so the that. last thing you find in Amrick's makeshift office is a pouch of 150 gold coins. Hell yeah. Hey, look at that. Flame Sodge is not here again to get gold. <laughs> <laughs> Forever more. Uh, what was uh, Flame Sodge doing, though? He was uh, going to go talk to Flame Sodge. Yeah, about Flame Sodge. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, was going to say, at this point, Kratos was, 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 ju- uh, was just looking at the gold. He's like, hey, Eves, you can finally get your cut. And looks over. Wait. <laughs> Where did he go again? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Checking notification history. Eves has logged does out. Eves <laughs> has did, left the chat. Did, did anybody see where Eves went? Who? Flame Zodge? I don't know. Eves said something about Flame Zodge and, and uh, left with his dick in his hand. He said flame God. on and then screamed into a comment <laughs> about the city. <laughs> Oh, uh, Lionel's gonna uh, Lionel's gonna posit that uh, Rufelheim should probably get the lion's share of this gold because he got ripped off at the beginning <laughs> with mm. the with the shitty book. Right it's pretty cool. Anything you write in it becomes reality. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take that for so, future uh, endeavors. The uh, the bartender on the top deck um, <laughs> sort of sees you all uh, collecting back up um, and says, uh, "Hey." Um, I'm Lorella. Uh, people around here call me the captain. Uh, y'all, I'm guessing y'all are the ones who dropped Amrick downstairs. Uh, uh, he dropped himself, I think. Hmm. Had a seizure, foamed from the mouth. Just, uh, I, w- I won't lie, the no, no love lost there. He uh, overstayed his welcome as far as I'm concerned. But uh, know that you likely earned yourself an enemy and... Um, Thalamra, Van Thamper, the uh, the matriarch of the Van Thamper family. Uh, where, where would we find find this family's manor? Uh, Van Thamper Manor. That's a great question. <laughs> I know. That's in uh, Upper City, <clears throat> but without a warrant, uh, you won't find yourself uh, able to pass. Arr, I named me Axe Warrant. <laughs> <laughs> Starts playing cherry um. pie. Saw <laughs> 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 his axe. Uh. It's another word for guitar. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's hilarious. Uh. <laughs> Please explain the joke further. It makes it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. That was, you know, that was the bit. A guitar is. So you see, humor is when you use words on purpose that make you laugh. Why are we using oh. them on dolphins? Like balls. <laughs> uh, what you said? You'd use the word on the porpoise. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's uh, dolphin-free tuna. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay. Doesn't taste I prefer as good. tuna free dolphin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Have you guys seen that show on Netflix, Inside Out? Freaking no, Bo Burn. Not bad. It's it's kind of dumb, but it's not bad. Okay, what's it about? Uh, there's a shadow government, and it's like all the bullshit that they do. Hmm. Is that with Mike Myers? Purely cool. work of fiction, obviously. I actually it's like it's like all of the voice actors and actresses that do like all oh, the animated yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know Rick and Morty with better episode continuity. Ooh, okay. Ah, uh, so I might actually watch it then. <laughs> no, it's modern TV. <laughs> no, no, actually, that's not likely. That's you, not likely. I'm you will download it. it. <laughs> You'll download it from me and then not watch it for ten years. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, um, Skinny Penis was just like calling me out again for a show that I haven't that I haven't seen in five years. I, I did do that. So yeah. we're looking for. It was uh, only a deal we made like years and years ago. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. It's only a pact we signed in blood that's ten years overdue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to look around the Low Lantern? Yes. Um. This is where we're currently actually, yeah, at, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lionel wants to to press the bartender a little more uh, if, if everyone else is going to go look. Hmm. Uh, Lionel um, wants to know uh, what other uh, the, he's as a Van Thamper like all rich people know each other. Yeah. Uh, so he wants to, uh, Lionel's interested in what other kind of uh, upper crust clientele the uh, the Low Lantern has seen. Uh, not a lot of upper crust clientele. Amric was a man who liked to lord himself over. The um, the lowest of people in uh, Baldur's Gate, and especially when the Elterellians he had set up shop before the Elterellians started arriving, um, which she thought was odd. Um, but when people started pouring in asking for uh, loans, they were also spending money. So she was pressed by her boss to not really um, ask questions. Plus, being a Van Thamper, even if she wanted to kick him out, um, it would not go well for her. Um, and she then extends to you, uh, unsolicited advice, but, um, if it were me, I would leave Baldur's Gate at once, uh, unless he wanted to end up in the river. Uh, I'd say between the lot of us, we can, uh, we're capable of taking care of ourselves, but, uh, I, I do appreciate the, the advice nonetheless. We do have a man on the inside too. Hmm. Flames Dodge. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, she sort of she sort of leans over or leans um, her weight on the bar and says, "They they always say that." Um, um, with a brisk a, a brief wistful look, she says, um, "Look, uh, one other thing. He took up residence in the the lower deck. Um, said he was uh, staying in room seven. Um, if you would clean it out, I would be thankful. We might be, find something useful. Absolutely. We'd be thrilled. Right. Not no maid. So, so at this point, I guess Credo is going to just like um, motion over to Tylenol and say, hey, let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. Very well. I want to break doors down. <laughs> uh, Lulu, uh, on the way back, you see uh, a little pile of dead seagulls. Oh. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lulu goes over the seagulls and she yeah. just kind of puts them in a pile and she's just like, no. Make a medicine check for me. We could have been friends. 
16. Dang, that's pretty good. You see that these seagulls have been stung to death. Each individually, there's a single uh, piercing wound to their heart. (laughs) Uh, Piercing wound to their heart uh, where some kind of poison was injected, uh, killing the seagulls. Um, Lorella sees you sort of looking at them and she says, no one could explain it, but seagulls have been dropping dead over the low lantern over the past 11 ish days. Just over this place. Yes. Uh, since Amrick turned up early, she, she picks up, uh, one of the seagulls, but she drops it immediately cause she got little hooves <laughs> and she tries again and she, she, she could use her gloves. She, Oh yeah, she, no, got she, used, mage hand she used that already to carry. Oh no, that was yesterday. She used it to carry her wine. Mm. Okay, so she is going to cast mage hands again and just scoop up as many of these dead seagulls as she can mm. and fly. Um, I guess she's going to chase after Lionel. Okay, <laughs> the birds are not going in my backpack. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Hard no. <laughs> she just catches up with Lionel. She says, Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. Look at these. And she just shoves the, the seagulls in Lionel's face. And Lionel responds, <laughs> <laughs> Although when he looks closely, one of the dead seagulls is wearing the mustache. <laughs> I like it. Why so, would someone mm-hmm. kill a bird with such a fine piece of facial hair? It's for the jiggies, man. They're doing it for the jiggies. Lionel, someone. When you compliment the mustache, <laughs> it falls off the seabird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lulu picks it back up and puts it. You don't know where it goes, but it disappears. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Lulu looks at you and says, Someone stabbed them in their hearts with a little tiny something. Uh, so Lionel's first thought is to that, uh, the spiny demon we just, uh, Sir Rufelheim dispatched of, uh, could, could there be any correlation between the spines on the demon and the, the pokies on the bird? The, so the spined devil, um, it burst into flames and then crumbled into dust. Uh Uh-huh. But you, even just that brief interaction, you know that the tail of the spined devil would be too big to make the hole that was left in the seagulls. Like Mm. the seagulls uh, puncture wound is very small. Do we know anything about the seagulls? Are any of them Australian zookeepers? Lulu would like to try to put one. It is a flock of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, what was that about? What was that about me having crusty ass music references? (laughs) Fair. (laughs) I got nothing. Yeah. Lulu's going to try to sneak. All I'm going to say is that we need Yoda right now. <laughs> she, she's gonna try to sneak one anybody, anybody? into your backpack. Uh, not we're fun. not happy about this. <laughs> just, just one. The seagull's not staying there. <laughs> Consume some ketamine. I must. She's gonna wrap it up in that fleshy thing you bought. You know, you know, you in, the, in the fluffy human corpse I bought. Nobody here knows the freaking uh, Yoda parody uh, seagull oh, song. Poking his knees. Yeah. Oh, the bad liberating yeah, that one. That is a good. That's a good. One. Yes. Yes. Th- that one. So you all stand in front of room seven on the lower deck, the low west deck. Um, there are five other rooms. Not a sixth, but there are five other rooms down here. Um, and the seventh room, uh, the seventh door uh, leads to what appears to be the biggest room uh, here. Clovis, would you uh, care to do the honors? Arr. I'm going to uh, try to open the door <laughs> carefully. 
Can and I have an athletics check? <laughs> I feel like you have to like really like aggressively lean into it and then just gently unlatch it. I'm going to unlatch the door with a high degree of erudition. <laughs> Smart, I smartly open the door <laughs> with my brain. <laughs> you said athletics? Yes, please. That is 16. You do it. Uh, you push the door open, shattering the chair that was braced against the back. Uh, there is a uh, somewhat of a, just a low seated chair pressed up against the doorknob. You push it open, uh, shattering the the cheap furniture and um, squeaking loudly as the door swings inward. Um, and you see a body on the bed. Um, it does not appear. Uh, very old um, but as you approach it you see that it is familiar and it is the body of Rhea Mantlemorn who's hmm. that <laughs> does anybody remember was she one of the uh, <clears throat> the hell riders she was a hell rider that you met mm, uh, that's uh, right during the caravan mm-hmm. mm. uh, it appears that she was her um, throat was cut um, there is a blood stain on the floor and, uh, she is cold. Um, she has been here for some time, but not long enough for her body to begin, uh, decomposing. How long is some time? Uh, probably it would have to be less than 72 hours. Less than 72 hours for sure. Okay. So it Will was actually her that we saw on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Less than 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so date. <clears throat> was she the one that put the... Chair up to the door. Can Clovis look around the room for mystery artifacts? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. <laughs> Can I investigate? What, what is the current state of the room? I'm gonna investigate what is the, the room? current state of the room aside from the dead body? It's a little bit dusty. This room doesn't looks like doesn't look like it's been lived in for a while. Um, but it's not in disrepair by any means. Uh, I mean, is it cluttered? Is there thi- a lot of things here? Um, that's a, more so what I'm referring to. There's a bed, a wardrobe, an empty desk, and a chair uh, that now lies okay. in shambles. Uh, there's an oil lantern and, unlit, hanging from a rusty hook bolted uh, to the mast. Um, and I guess the there next are two question portholes, then, is there... one on each side, that are open. Mm-hmm. Port, you said portholes? Portholes, yeah. Gotcha. Portholes, it's a hole in the board. Yeah, Yeah, because if there was a chair up against the door... Somebody wasn't escaping the door through either, or the room either through natural marines or through the porthole. They, that's how they had to have done it. It is too small or, uh, for someone means. to have crawled through. Like a, that's Lulu might be able to fit. Lulu's going through. <laughs> uh, yeah, you sort of, and like, and pop yourself out through the other side. I'm free. <laughs> the foley was just twelve out of ten, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Wow, thank you. <laughs> it was inspired. Thank- um, is Mantle- Can I get DM inspiration for that? <laughs> I, hell yeah. Yes. Does DM inspiration mean that you just automatically roll crits against the next us, yeah. us in the next combat? Yeah, it, no if I didn't do that anyway normally, mm-hmm. then yeah. <laughs> Gonna look in the wardrobe. Uh, Mantlemorn, was her name on the list that I pinched from uh, from Amrick's desk? It was not. It was not, okay. Yeah. So she's dead for you, another reason. Yeah, do you remember what she was doing when she was talking to you? Uh, I thought she was... I, I thought that was the one who was talking to uh, Rufenheim about mm-hmm. uh, about meeting the other Hellrider somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do you remember why she was meeting them? She, because people, um, them all. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe she wasn't being locked in. Maybe she was trying to protect herself from something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where were they all going? Longheim. <laughs> <laughs> Valheim. Salt Marsh. <laughs> salt <Yeah>. Marsh. Um, <laughs> or Salt March. She was headed to Baldur's Gate, but was keeping her identity secret. And uh, her, yeah, I got mine. her companions were all killed um, and something done to their bodies. Uh, so she assumedly showed up here to Baldur's Gate. Um, y'all hadn't seen her since then, um, but now she's dead in front of you. I'm going to search the wardrobe mm-hmm. and the rest of the room. I'm going to look under the bed in there. Uh, you don't on see the anything. bed under the bed. You don't see anything under the bed. No monsters. No monsters. No. Darn. Lulu like to Can come check back the closet in the for monsters portal. now. Uh, inside the wardrobe is empty. Just a single bar with some empty hangers for clothes. Is there anything else in the room besides a dead body? Nope. Okay then. Can I investigate the body? Like, yes. Look a little closer at the body. Like. Um, See if I can, a couple things I want to look for, any, like, obvious, if I can figure out, like, cause of death. You said throat slit, but, like, yeah. I want to look for other things, because, you know, that's not necessarily was it. Yeah. Personal effects on the body and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. She holds um, a sigil, as most Hellrider knights do, um, indicating her allegiance to the Order of the Companion. Um, her armor has been removed and is not seen anywhere in the room. Uh, so she just sort of has an under undershirt and uh, like pants. Uh, the only wound you can detect is a slash across her neck. And given that she's laying in bed, um, you surmise that she was killed in her sleep here. Um, I'm going to pick up her sigil. You got it. Uh, it has RM inscribed on the back. Is the blood, is the bed bloody? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, seems like this is the, uh, only part of the room that's, uh, in disarray. Uh, perhaps we should find a way to properly dispose of the body. Um, I'm sure Sir Stephanie will know of any, uh, rites of passage or what have you that the Hellriders may have for their fallen. Uh, I believe he'll eat them. Mm. Yes. I am fairly confident that that is not the standard practice. <laughs> Arr, he's no standard practice himself. They call me I'm the Hellbiter. Because <laughs> I'm not a biter. Well, standard practice is to have four months of prayer around, you over go, the body. Oh, so none of us are going to leave the room for four months. <laughs> oh, no. um, and we hibernate. <laughs> she does have, Clovis, as you find, a note. Uh, it is her... A sort of shorthand transcription of the things that were going on. Um, not really, not really foreseeing her own demise. Uh, they're written very like uh, in quite a shorthand. Can I have an investigation check? See if you can sort of discern this. That is a twenty-one. Dirty. Yeah. Uh, the first, first sort of line, um, is trying to describe what she saw as the companion disappeared, um, and that she's struggled to sort of put into words exactly how, how horrific it was that the companion turned black, um, 
and the city appeared to crumble and sink below the horizon, uh, her at a distance. Can you put that in a haiku for us? <laughs> um, she uh, snuck into Baldur's Gate. She was confronted by uh, the Flaming Fist, um, who asked for her papers. Uh, she wounded one and fled. She made it to the Low Lantern, where she was received uh, well. And um, she said she was hoping that uh, with a little bit of money that Amrit could send her on her way to find out what's been happening to me, what's has been happening to her fellow hell riders. And that's the last entry. Did right. she pretend to be flame Sodge too? She did not. <laughs> <laughs> that's where she went wrong. She weren't flame Sodge. Uh, does Baldur's Gate have any actual city guards besides the um, the Flaming Fists? There is the Watch, but they have sort of retreated to the upper city um, and has have, less, have left the rest of the city to sort of fend for themselves with the Flaming Fist as a de facto police force, which they are really very little more than thugs in most people's eyes. Okay. Um, Sir Stephanie Roffelheim will give... Um, Rolfenheim will give instructions to uh, the bartender to contact whatever um, House of the Dead or whatnot that Baldur's Gate has to come like pick the body up and stuff. Yeah, Candle Hollow. Oh, yeah. Mm. They'll uh, they'll be by shortly. Okay. Um. That said, y'all have a couple leads still. Uh, is there anything that you want to pursue? Uh, so is there anything going on at the manor? They said it would be hard for us to get in, mm-hmm. but um, if we were, if they were having some kind of event and we were deposed as like dignitaries or something like that. Yeah. Well, how long do we have until nightfall? Because I know our, our biggest target right now is the poison Poseidon. It currently is night. Okay. So we got to like kind of okay. book it over to the Poseidon now, I yeah. think. Uh, I, th- I don't think the Van Thampers are going anywhere, especially since we just killed probably the lowest one on the totem pole. They're, they'll probably find us before we find them. <laughs> uh, yes. So... Uh, it was expected that um, one of y'all's party would meet uh, someone at the Poison Poseidon. Let's go. Yeah. Um, y'all can make it there. And uh, are y'all cool with picking up next week? Sure. With the rest? No, that's perfect. Okay, cool. Because my, because my dinner is almost done. <laughs> under, <laughs> Excellent timing. Under one condition. When we get there, can uh, can Lionel notice that a seagull takes off from his bag and flies away? <laughs> yeah. A single seagull alive. What? <laughs> it's a literal transcription of yeah. what happened. Lulu pokes her head back out, closes the flap to your backpack, glares at you. <laughs> I'm just, just dumbfounded, just flabbergasted. Amazing. And and I, I, I guess a table talk note, because the last time uh, we played, uh, Kratos really had some beef with Stephanie. Mm-hmm. But uh, after uh, our battle today, that he has a different perspective now. Yeah. Dude, Stephanie's, <laughs> Stephanie's the best, got dude. fucking moves. <laughs> yeah, Hard yeah. Move, Stephanie literally just pulled, like, a samurai, like, <laughs> across the room slash. Oh, God. <laughs> the Samurai Jack theme song with Sir Stephanie Rolfenheim. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yes. Amazing. Oh God, we need it. We need to hear it. Well, 
Thank you all for this week. I was thinking more like Spider-Man theme, but that works too. Rolfenheim, Rolfenheim. He's so fat, but he's got time. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright because of Disney. Already. Now we're dead and sued to death. <laughs> He's got time and diabetes. <laughs> and this video is demonetized. <laughs> Pretty much. Next week, wings, wacky. What the fuck? <laughs> well, and also uh, a shout out. We Order. have two subscribers <laughs> oh. now, right? No, uh, like four. I don't know. I'm one of them. We just gained like a bunch I, I, on YouTube. I'm no, like two yeah. two people actually subscribed to us in the span of a week last week. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout so, out Optimus Big. Yeah. Oh, nice. Our number one fan. And yeah. then, uh, if we have another subscriber that's actually listening and it's not like our parents or our work checking up on it's us. It's definitely not my leave parents. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Leave a comment. Seriously, we'll or the government. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Optimus Piggy, our, our very first uh, fan, mm-hmm. and then we, whoever the new person is, make yourself known, and we will uh, shout you out. Yeah, leave, yeah. Leave, leave a comment on YouTube so we can talk to you about how stupid we are. And, <laughs> and if the new subscriber is one of my kids, you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean you wouldn't want them to listen to you're this? You're grounded and daddy's normal. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. Uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um... Simmons, Simmons. Hey, hey, roll me over. Simmons. Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a pickle. I'm pickle crock. It's the Salty Boys. And... It's not bourbon. And etching!